this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Game Master Tips. Number one, quick campaign building. Hey, what's up, everybody? This episode of Game Master Tips is all about quick campaign building. So if you're like me, maybe you're running you know, multiple teams weekly, ongoing, or you just have kind of a last-minute uh, campaign that you're going to start coming up in just a few days or something, whatever it is, you don't have you know, weeks or months to plan out an elaborate campaign and you don't want it you don't want to just play where it feels like you know each session is just a one shot maybe you you just don't have the time in general maybe it's not a last minute uh game or anything like that but maybe you know you have a full time job and you still want to play or uh you know you have family life whatever it is if you if you don't have the time and you still want to put together you know an ongoing campaign with some depth this episode can help you. I've basically broken down uh, six points uh, that I use when I need to kind of throw together an ongoing campaign and make sure that it makes sense and it has depth and all that good stuff. Um, so without you know chatting about it too much, let's just get right into it. Let's see here. So the first point is define the theme and the main plots. What I mean by that is you know, just like in a session zero, and make sure you check out the other episodes of Game Master Tips. I have one on uh, session zero, one on available plots, and, and all that kind of stuff. But just to kind of summarize it here, the first thing you want to do is de- decide on the theme and the main plot. So decide if you want it to be more combat-based, more role-playing, more, um, you know, dark and horror-based, or more like, you know, uh, drama, or maybe a crime-solving or a mystery sort of theme, uh, whatever you want that to be, and it can be a combination of those, just kind of define it, get an idea of the theme that you want, and then decide the main plot. Uh, like I said, I'm, there's another video, I'm going to lay out all the different plot options, but just for the sake of this video, um, you know, maybe you have to escort somebody somewhere, maybe you have to go pull off an assassination, maybe you have to retrieve a file or something for a corporation. Um, there's, there's so many options. For the sake of this, let's just say you have to get a file uh, for a corporation you work for. So you've decided that it's going to involve a little bit of mystery, a little bit of action, um, and the team has to get a file and recover that for a corporation. So that's that's your first thing. Let's get to the next one. Define the locations. A lot of times I'll you know, define the theme and plot, and then I'll figure out the locations based on what maps I have available. Um, you might play in the mind's eye, in which case... This is real easy for you. You just kind of decide, okay, cool, like they're going to pick up a file. I'm going to have it in an office building or, you know, a secret lab or whatever. And in my case, like, you know, I have a secret lab map and I have an office building map. So I've decided, okay, cool, I I can use those two locations. If there's anything else I want to add, I can do it, you know, make it the mind's eye um, or I can find another map. But for the sake of this, let's just say, you know, it's that mystery theme. It's that retrieve a file um, sort of theme and plot. And then your locations based on the maps you have, you have a secret lab. So that, that's, you know, where you're going to put the file and um, you've got an office building, you know. 
So you're using those as your locations. Uh, next point, you would go to define the key points. And by that, I mean, okay, cool, I've got this file they have to get, and I'll make my little notes. Okay, that's in the secret lab, they gotta get it. Then I have this map of an office building, what's a key point there that makes it relevant for them to be there and you know they're motivated to be there? Well, they have to get the file, they don't know where it is. Um, they, they've maybe heard from however they got the job, whether on a mercenary board or maybe the corporation hired them or a local fixer. Maybe they told them it's somewhere in a, a secret lab, but I'm not sure where it is. But you know you have that office map that you want to incorporate. So maybe the fixer or the corporation or whatever says, um, but yeah, but that secret lab is owned by Biotechnica or Petrochem or whatever. And I, I, I love using those. Those are famous big corporations. By, but by any means, you can use anything you want. But um, So that's what you do. You, you, you decide that, and then maybe that map, that office building is that corporation. And your team needs to you know, get to that corporation, and somewhere there, the key point is figuring out where the secret file is. So maybe the secret file isn't there. They get there and they find out, um, they find out, maybe the Netrunner finds a file in the system that explains, oh, they run some secret lab and that's where they keep all their black ops information. So now the team knows, shit, that's probably where it is. Or maybe they uh, capture and interrogate the manager of that office building, you know? And they extract information from him and he gives it up. You know, he's like, fuck, we have a secret lab there. Leave me alone, leave me alive, just go there. You know, something like that. So you basically define your key points once you have your locations. And keep in mind, you can switch those points. Sometimes um, I'll define the key points that I want to make in a game if I think of like a great storyline to go with my main plot and stuff, and I'm like, oh, these are the key points I want to interject into this plot or theme. Um, in which case, then I'll reverse that, and step three will be define the locations. Then I'll you know, kind of try to make those key points make sense so if I have those certain key points, I'm like, oh, I want them to interrogate it from a manager. Okay, well, I'm going to need an office building thing. Or maybe they catch the manager when he's out at a, a fancy restaurant with his coworkers or something, and, you know, you find that map. So define the locations or define the key points. Those can be, you know, either org number two or number three, and that'll help you quickly knock out a campaign. Um, next step. I like to set the NPCs. So once you have all that stuff defined and everything's locked in one through four or one through three, then go back into those locations and drop in your NPCs. Um, by that, I, I don't just mean like the manager they're going to interrogate, you know, the security guard they're probably going to fight when they enter the secret lab. But I also mean like, you know, the receptionist at the office, the cubicle workers, the janitor that's coming through, or a delivery guy making a delivery during the lunch hour or something that that sees you doing something. I don't know. But, it, you know, sprinkle some NPCs in your uh, campaign uh, so it brings it to life. There's a world going on within that story. So within that main plot, you know, you have the plot, but that's placed within this world. So don't forget to put in the NPCs and create that world. Um, just like at the secret lab, maybe you'll drop in a scientist or, you know, a, a bunch of lab coat workers and people, maybe some test subjects or something weird going on, you know? So put in the NPCs. Um, next step I like to do, number five, incorporate the player's life path. And I get into that in detail on my session zero video. Um, but just to kind of give you an idea, uh, after you, you know, define the theme and plot, you set the locations, the key points, you, you sprinkle in all your NPCs, then check out all your players' life paths. 
and see, you know, who their lover is, who their enemy is, what corporation they work for. Just get some details out of there and see if any one of them can be worked into the campaign. And you don't want to use all of them. You don't want to incorporate everybody's every little part of life path. It'll, it'll feel way too contrived, too planned and weird, and they'll, they'll feel like it's just for the, I don't know, it'll feel too fake. So maybe just grab like one and incorporate it in or a hint of one that maybe you drop in on the next session. But definitely look at the life path and sprinkle that in. It'll help it more so be relatable or immersive to the players because then they'll feel like they're even more motivated or part of it other than the motivation that you set at the beginning, whether they're being hired for funds or they're saving somebody or whatever. Um, so after you do that, after you incorporate the the life path and all that, the last thing I like to do is a walkthrough. And by that, I mean Plan all that out, everything that I just said, all those key points, make your outline, picture how it all work and how they all go together. And then at the very end, do a walkthrough in your own mind. Pretend like you're a player going through your own campaign. Start at the beginning, think about it, go through all the process. Okay, well, I'm going to hear about this. I'm going to go here and talk to the manager and get info. And then, okay, cool. Then I'm going to find out it's at this lab. I got to find that. Got to get there. Got to get in, got to get the file. It's going to take a net runner or this. I get the file. Okay, cool. All right, that works. And that, you know, if you do a walkthrough, it'll help you kind of troubleshoot what works and doesn't work. Maybe as you're doing the walkthrough, you think of like, oh, shit, you know what? I wouldn't even have to uh, go here. I could really just do this to get that information. Um, and it'll help you kind of, I don't know, look out for possible loopholes in your story or little branches in your story where you might end up on a tangent that you weren't expecting. And then I, I didn't put this in the list because it's not really part of the campaign creation, but it is definitely a tip for GMs once you set up your campaign. And keep in mind, you can set up a campaign in like a hundred different ways. This is just a quick campaign building sort of uh, uh, episode. So this is just when you're pressed for time and you want to just hit these key points to be able to throw together an ongoing campaign that doesn't just feel like a one shot. You can actually build parts to it. But like I said, there, there's so many other options. But just for the sake of this, the other thing that I wanted to add as a GM tip, it's not numbered into the campaign building, but just as a tip, always be flexible. So no matter how you set up your campaign, no matter how many key points and places and maps and NPCs and player life path uh, points you drop in and you do the walkthrough and it makes sense and you've, you've even tested out little tangent ideas through the walkthrough and you're like, okay, this is cool and I, I have an idea of what I need to do if they do that or this or you know they choose their own adventure and you're kind of planning for each choice at the very end don't forget be flexible because every good gm knows once you play everything could completely change players are very um you know it's, it's an open world and everyone is creative no matter what you think of, somebody else can probably think of a different way to approach it or something else to it that, that you didn't think of. So like, just be flexible as a, a good GM can kind of roll with the changes and the punches or whatever, and they'll build on it. I personally love when players um, start you know, questioning or thinking of things within my campaign that I, that I didn't, or that I, I was like, oh shit, I didn't even think of that angle. And then I'll kind of like work that into the campaign and it just, it elaborates parts and it kind of expands on things I, I didn't even imagine. So be flexible and work with it. So if, if players throw a curveball at you, be flexible and learn to enjoy that and let it build the story. Don't let it hinder or don't look at it like a roadblock or, oh shit, that happened. Let me just quickly shut that down and get back to my main 
plot my main campaign and this is how I wanted it to be. Don't be like that because it'll feel very much like they don't have a choice and you're just telling them what to do. Be flexible, keep it in an open world and uh, roll with the punches and it, it'll be a successful campaign. But anyways, I just wanted to make this episode quick and sweet to basically give you that game master, uh, give you the game master tips about quick campaign building. And I hope it was helpful. Um, write down those six points or memorize them. I guarantee if you, if you go through that, it'll help you knock out some quick campaigns. Check back and look for other videos. I have ones on Life Path. I'm going to be putting out multiple videos about campaign building, not just quick ones, but more elaborate ones, more choices. I'm going to be bringing guests in uh, to do the episodes with me, other other game masters, so we can get other opinions and viewpoints. Um, so yeah, check back, show some support. Check out the description. I'm going to drop some links in there to the podcast and group and other things. I would really love your support. All right, thanks, guys. Take care.